Donald Trump continues to talk about a stimulus deal, even though he said it had been shelved. So does that mean when he says he's not going to take part in next week's presidential debate, he actually will? Who knows? But there's still optimism in the markets. Despite COVID numbers seemingly getting worse the world over, the job recovery in the US is slowing. Uh, We'll look into the latest DCB minutes as well. Why the Kiwi dollar is performing so badly. What's happening with Brexit and Aussie home loans started this morning and the RBA Financial Stability Review. It's Friday the 9th of October 2020. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Well, little movement in the US dollar. It uh, hardly moved against the Japanese yen either. But the Aussie has gained a third of 1%. The pound is up 0.1%. The euro only marginally up now. Stocks are up a little in the United States. 0.7% for the S&P 500. 0.3% for the Dow and 0.4% for the Nasdaq. Still lots of enthusiasm. Half a percent for the FTSE 100 and 0.7% for the Eurostoxx 50. Bond yields are down. Two basis points off 10-year treasuries. Three off uh, 10-year bonds in Germany and a similar story across much of Europe. Oil retracing yesterday's losses. WTI is up over 3% this morning. It's over $41 a barrel now. A lot of that is to do with production cuts as Hurricane Delta hits the uh, Gulf of Mexico. Now, David DeGaris is here to round off the week on the morning call. Director Economics for Markets at NAB in London. So, there are still hopes alive, Dave, and I guess that's why there's some optimism in the market about the, the, the stimulus bill. Politico was saying overnight Steve Mnuchin is keen to get back to talks. But, you know, there's there's just too many fingers in the pie in this, isn't there? Well, I think if you asked each of the three parties, that is the Democrats, the president and the um, Republicans, they would probably say, yes, we do want a, um, a stimulus package but we want our own stimulus package. And, of course, we're running out of time. There's only 26 days to go now, Phil. So um, yeah. I think it's all but I mean, evaporated, Meanwhile, really. that money is not being pumped into the economy. Indeed. Oh, it's delaying any the recovery as well. So, I mean, there was talk about an, a targeted airline bill, mm. uh, which helped airline stocks yesterday. Mm. But uh, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi is saying she doesn't want any of these, what they're calling skinny deals. Uh, yes. Trump is now reportedly negotiating a, a bigger deal. But, uh, but you know, there's not evidence that people are, are talking. And uh, look, on the news wires now, Senate Majority Leader McConnell says there's a large proportion of GOP senators who think enough has been done on aid already. I think, so, I I mean, think that, there that's is. The, that's and, the big uh, yeah, indeed, I think there is that body of opinion. Uh, on that side of the of the of the um, Congress. So if if uh, if stocks are holding high on that on hopes of that, they might be sorely disappointed, might they? I think they all want a deal, Phil, and I think the market understands there will be a deal. But let's face it, it's it's very unlikely to happen this side of the election. It's going to be not going to happen before the first quarter mm-hmm. of next year. But there will be a deal after the election. I would say, whoever wins. Meanwhile, uh, part of the reason they need it, the the reduction in jobless numbers in the United States is stalling. The weekly numbers last night, initial jobless claims uh, for the week of the 3rd of October, Mm. it was hoped they'd be down to 820,000 new claims, but it's coming at 840, which is pretty close to the week before. So the jobs recovery does seem to be stalling, doesn't it? It, it, it does have that flavour about it, and it's not as if it's just one or two weeks. It's It's been flattening out now, Phil, for the past six to eight weeks now. So, um, mm. and, and, and you add that to the story that continuing claims are still running very high. I mean, that has come down from 12 million to 11 million, but um, that's still that's a quite a, a punchy number, isn't it? And when you mm. add the... Um, 
those who are paid under the special program, you know, for gig workers and self-employed, uh, you know, you've got a total at mid-September, which is the latest available for both those programs, uh, $25.5 million. So you're talking, you know, a true unemployment rate there uh, well into the du- double-digit yeah. territory. So, you know, what's going to happen uh, when, um, you know, the uh, 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 employees uh, run down their savings further and the other special programs um, stop at the end of this year. So that's that's what the market's really interested in right now. So the deal is super important. Uh, what wasn't terribly important was the uh, vice presidential debate. They never are, although, you know, people were saying, well, maybe this one's more important because uh, uh, these two are literally a heartbeat away from being uh, the next president, given that the president, the potential next president is going to be so old. Yes. But, I mean, it, I mean, it was more well-behaved than the presidential debate, but uh, a lot more boring, wasn't it? There was a, a fly landed on Mike <laughs> Pence and spent two minutes there I reckon if you're looking for a winner in that debate, I reckon the fly had it. I think, uh, you know, the fly occupied a lot of uh, media space, didn't it, after the debate? <laughs> so desperate, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, as, as I said before, these, these debates are often about uh, somebody doesn't make a complete gaffe or, um, uh, 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 mm. you know, do, do say something particularly silly that really catches people, you know, by surprise. Now, as I said in the introduction, uh, Donald Trump, of course, said, you know, there are going to be no more talks about uh, the stimulus deal, but now there are talks about the stimulus deal. So when he says he's not going to take part in this virtual debate next week, which is uh, what he is saying now, uh, he could change all that, of course, if he thinks there's something for him to gain. So, I mean, that's... Uh, he can, but I but I just reading before we um, got together, Phil, that uh, he's, he's possibly suggesting maybe just delay it delay both the debates, which are mm. scheduled for the next two Thursdays by a week. So uh, I thought he might have been against the, uh, the you know, the, the, the debates full stop, but um, he's suggesting just delay them a week. So let's yeah. see how that, that pans well, out. I can, sort of, I can sort of see his point. A virtual debate is very difficult because, you know, I can, if I wanted to chop you off right now, and invariably yes. I do, uh, I could just talk all over you and push the fader down. And, uh, you know, so I can see his point on that. Now, look, it's not been a good 24 hours for, for COVID cases either, has it? 53,000 cases in the US. They're not slowing down. On the mm. positive side, there's been more talk of vaccines, which maybe is helping things a little bit. Uh, enough vaccines for every American by March, according to the Health and Human Services Secretary, Alex Azar. Uh, but we have to remember this is the man who was uh, lost his job and uh, replaced by Mike Pence. Uh, shortly after telling the president way back in January that the whole epidemic was under control. So uh, I don't know how much we yes. <laughs> we wanted to listen to that. Uh, but let's look at uh, Europe. Numbers not looking good on, uh, on the virus there as well. We'll come to that in a second. But the ECB minutes uh, were out. They showed some concern about the rising value of the euro, didn't they? Yes. Yes, they did. Um, of course, these are the, these are the minutes of the uh, the meeting in ninth and tenth of of, uh, of September, Phil. So, lots of references to the exchange rate. Now, the way these minutes are written up, um, the ECB chief economist Philip Lane writes quite a lot of the report that goes in into the minute minutes, and we know that he's particularly attuned to the exchange rate. And of course. The ECB is really um, feeling vulnerable over its in inflation target and, and how low inflation is right now. You know, you've got headline inflation of minus 0.3% and core running at 02 So there's all this debate about, you know, the, the rising euro and whether that's really just going to put back meeting the inflation target even further. But 
we do know that you know the pass through from the exchange rate to inflation is over a longer period of time, and um, you know the, the the rise in the euro, relatively speaking, compared to the lags flowing through, is a relatively recent experience. So, mm. I, and I think you, you can probably over egg, you know, the, the immediate flow through, and of course. It's also the case that uh, since August, the the exchange rate has actually been, you know, running in around uh, 116, 120 range, and it remains in that range right now. So it hasn't had had a, had a further surge, but nevertheless, it you know they've got the exchange rate under uh, closely monitoring, as they would so say. Angela Merkel is saying that she's expecting. Uh to balance their budget by 2022. Look, if anyone was going to do it, it's going to be Germany, isn't it? Because they're not suffering the, the same rise in infections to the same extent that we're seeing elsewhere in Europe. And their export numbers rose for the fourth consecutive yes. uh, month with uh, numbers out overnight as well. They're doing pretty well, really. They are. Um, of course, in respect of balancing the budget, um, the Shorthouse scheme, the Kurtzbeta, um Labor Market Support Scheme has been extended right through until the end of end, end of so balancing the budget mm. by 2022 is, is a pretty big call. And um, yeah. we do know that they have a very big borrowing program this year, um, some in the, in, the, in the area of 218 billion euro and another 96 billion next year. So balancing the books after that is still quite an ambitious thing. And, of course, all of these depend upon how the pandemic pans out, right? So... Always. Right. Yeah. So that that's the unknown, but that's really health policy around that is really driving, you know, what's happening with the economy and the response in terms of economic policy. So it's just subservient to mm. how all that pans out. And of course, as you said, vaccines and so forth. So we all hope that comes sooner, but um, even the NHS, you know, leaked documents today suggesting that you know, they're, they're preparing, doing the groundwork for, you know, mass vaccination centres. But all of that depends upon the vaccines becoming available and, and, yeah, and how quickly, of course. Of course. And look course. where you are. I mean, I hope you're not going out because uh, 17,450 cases in the UK uh, today reported. That's up a few thousand. Uh, you've also got deaths and hospital mm. admissions rising. Actually, hospital admissions the highest they've been since June the 22nd in the UK. Uh, there's talk about new measures being introduced uh, next week. That's no doubt going to hit the hospitality industry harder. Uh, so it's not looking good in the UK, is yes, it? They're talking about introducing yes. a traffic light system. I think actually just turn all the traffic lights to red uh, so that, that's going to stop people going anywhere. Uh, you know, maybe that's what they need to do. Yes, well, you know, there's quite a big pushback, as you'd understand, mm. from the hospitality industry. Some of it, I think, understandable about, you know, where is the scientific evidence that, you know, that's where the, where the, where the problem is. And, of course, part of the issue has been the mixed messaging we've had, you know, the August eat out to help out and so forth, and now yeah. big pushbacks. And, of course, it's already happening in Scotland. And uh, as you said there, uh, the press today was full of stories of uh, announcements coming uh, next Monday. So we get uh, GDP figures, don't we, for August. I wonder which way they're going to go in the, in the UK. Because, I mean, July, obviously, uh, the, the three months before that weren't looking good at all. But July was showing, you know, there was some optimism in those July numbers. Yes, Yes, and I think the August numbers will be okay as well. So, um, as I said, you know, the hospitality sector had a pretty good mm. August. So, um, so that'll provide a little bit of a fill-up yeah, in the month. September and October we have to worry about. Uh, look, and uh, let's, I don't know, do we want to talk about Brexit? We're, the, the Irish PM has said uh, talks are intensifying, so maybe yes. they are. 
getting somewhere. I'm just losing the will to live on all of this. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Of course, we've got the EU Leaders Summit coming up next week. Yeah. So, mm. but will a deal be struck before then? I mean, there's there's an enormous amount of wire coverage of this stories, rumours, and so forth. I, I think the uh, there is goodwill on both sides wanting to get a deal, um, but it's a matter. Time will force a deal, I guess, in in the end, Phil. But yeah. um, we're not quite at the 11th hour just Got yet. Got plenty of time next week to talk about that. Look, today, Aussie Home Loans uh, numbers are out this morning. The RBA Financial Stability Review, I don't know whether you want to talk about those, but also uh, we definitely want to talk about the New Zealand dollar, which has been falling against the Aussie dollar. It's hit a four-week yes. low. They had they had their business confidence numbers out yesterday, uh, still in the negative in October, but uh, way better than they were in September. They were. Uh, they were better, and... Um the, the uh, RBNZ had a media briefing over their preparations for, um, you know, for, ne- for negative interest rates they're, they're putting into yeah. place right now. And, of course, the message there was better to do more earlier rather than too little too late and um, concerns about the economy and unemployment and so forth. So the message is there. The market expects them to... to move to negative interest rates next year and we think you know it could come as early as as april so um just saw a little bit of um volatility in the aussie particularly against the uh, the kiwi so kiwi lost a little bit of ground trading up around the uh, mid to high oh, 108s okay. and the Cajun services pmi i think i might have falsely said that was coming up yesterday so here we are i'm admitting i was wrong it's coming up okay it's coming up today good to talk dave <laughs> catch you soon cheers phil and that's it i'm phil dobby for now back again on monday morning see you then